Hello and welcome to the Wealthy Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Mary Hancock, the Wealthy Entrepreneur Coach, and I'm here to help you get more clients, charge your worth and feel fabulous about it. I hope you enjoy this episode. everyone. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Thursday morning. Brilliant to be here. I'm here with the wonderful Tommy Gentleman and um, he's a health and happiness coach and he's also a gym owner and the host and producer of Super Self Podcast, which I just love that title. It's great. So welcome, Tommy. Lovely to have you here. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So, and it's great to have to be talking to a guy because my tribe are uh, lots and lots of women. So it's, um, it's really just makes a nice change to talk to a man for a change. I love my yeah. ladies, obviously. But, um, yes. Yeah, so what I think the aim of this live stream really, guys, is to inspire you and motivate you and tell you how we do that on a, on a conscious basis. And, um, and also obviously to introduce to me, I think a lot of you could learn a great deal from him. I'll let you talk, uh, I'll let him explain kind of like the, the ideal client that he has. You know, we're always talking about who is your ideal client. Tommy's got it absolutely nailed and it's a lot of you in this group. So I really wanted to introduce you to him. So um, should we start there, Tommy? Do you want to do that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So what, what question would you like me to answer? So who is your, well, yeah, who is your ideal client? My ideal, ideal client is someone who has plenty of responsibilities, not a lot of spare time, a high demand on their stress levels. They've got to call the shots. They've got to deal with stuff from home, from work and from social circles and even social media. Um, but they still value health and happiness because they understand that if they're healthy, then everything else is going to improve. Relationships are going to improve. Career is going to improve. Business, whatever it is that you do, will be better if you're at your healthiest and your happiest. Absolutely. And I'm such a great believer in that. I don't always practice what I preach, but when I do, it's so, so different, isn't it? So first of all, guys, like that's such a great example of an ideal client. It's so specific. Like you can all, it, well, it's probably most of you, to be honest. It's quite broad. It's very specific. So um, I think that's, that's awesome. So, Tommy, tell me how you got into this, because um, that's always yeah, interesting sure. the journey we've been on. Yeah, okay. So the only other industry I've ever been in is a paper round industry uh, and washing dishes. Um, other than that, I've been in the fitness industry my whole life. So I left college, didn't really know what I wanted to do, but um, managed to get myself a job in a leisure centre as a lifeguard. Uh, but I saw the guys in the gym and I was like, I want to I wanna be in there. I want to make a difference. I want to help people. I got a, gym, a job in the gym and worked my way in full time. So, by the way, I was like, it was nothing of me. And I was 17. Um, people like adults weren't quite on the same wavelength yet. And so I had to prove myself. I had to mature very quickly, very early. I worked in the gym for nine months. And then I was like, right, I've got family. They own a gym. It looks amazing. I've been there once, but it was a long time ago. I just want to go out there. I want to experience what it's like, come back, and then work as a personal trainer. But while I was in New Zealand, I saw so much opportunity that I just had to stay. Um, and I ended up staying there for a year and a half. I was only planning to stay there for two months, a year and a half in the end. 
worked as a personal trainer in a gym of 32 other personal trainers. It was amazing. Learned so much. And one of the things, apart from like learning how to actually be a man, because I was such a mummy's boy and like couldn't even cook rice or pasta or anything. Like, I was so redundant as an adult human male that I learned, what I learned was that um, I had this thing that was this entrepreneurial uh, awareness. I wanted to do something of my own. And so when I came back to England, I started a, a business and that business was a small personal training studio. Fast forward eight years, I'm now sat in my office in a gym with four, just under 400 members and a staff base, which personal trainers, group fitness instructors, uh, gym instructors, a uh, total of 33 people that on some level earn a living here, which is really quite, um, it really fills me up. You know, it's a, it's a real nice feeling. Um, aside from that, I've been over the last six years, I've been learning about how the mind is so pivotal, such an important factor when it comes to any kind of success, even success in your physical body is governed by your mind. And as soon as you marry the two together, things just get a lot easier, you know, because there's a lot of confusion, a lot of frustrating stuff and a lot of confusing advice out there. But hopefully on this call, I'll be able to help uh, your audience to understand a little bit more about how that works. That's awesome. Thanks, Tommy. That's, that's really inspiring. I didn't know that about you. So well done, you. Yeah. Having all those, like being responsible for those people's livelihoods, that must be quite a weight on your shoulders. So how, and you've obviously added the coaching business into that as well. So you're really, really busy. You're maxed, well, probably not maxed out. I'm sure you've got loads much more to give. But how do you manage the stress personally? What a fantastic question. So I think first and foremost, everyone's different, yet there are things that we share in common. So we're all human beings. We've all got emotions. Those emotions might be slightly different for all of us. But essentially, we've all got a strong reason why we want to do what we do. I think you need to be in tune with that reason why, so that no matter what happens, no matter what like stress you get put under, you still want to go and turn up every day. You still want to, you know, put on your big boy or big girl pants and get in there and and make it happen, no matter what sort of um, challenge you're presented with. So I think that's one thing you've got to really know that. The second thing is communication is so important. Even like your partner, your kids, uh, your closest friends. Never assume anything because they don't know. They're not mind readers, right? So you have to communicate the reasons why you're doing the things you're doing. So why are you getting up early? You know, why are you going in? Why are you doing work until 12 o'clock at night? You know, why are you going to this course? Why are you picking up the phone and having this coaching call? All of these things need to be communicated. Otherwise, what we get is we get friction. And that friction, um, it, it definitely weighs you down. So um, two top tips there. Number one, know your strong reason why. Number two is communicate as much as possible with the closest people to you so that they understand what you're doing. And this is an ongoing learning process because people change quick. Like lives pivot like this all the time. And even two people, it can be like this, right? But when you've got like four people in a family, it's kind of like like this. Um, it's like some funky dance. Uh, so it is really important. That's such a good answer. And um, like everyone talks about, oh, you've got to have a strong why and you know, purpose vision and all that. But actually communication is such a simple thing. And we so often forget to do that. And especially, you know, I know I'm guilty of it sometimes. Sometimes my husband comes in from work and he obviously wants to download his day. And I want to talk about mine. Other days, I don't want to talk about it because I'm just so tired. 
or yeah. you know it's not I don't really have bad days but you know something like I'm trying to get an email out or something it's not quite all technology problems um I don't always want to talk about it and it's just sometimes like it's just having that communication and knowing when someone wants to talk when someone doesn't um men are from Mars women are from Venus um was a great book me and my husband read years ago and I still say like or I say I I need sympathy now not solutions or yeah. you need solutions not sympathy or whatever it you know it changes as you say we all um pivot yeah. and when you add kids into the mix as well they want to tell you about their day sometimes they don't so I think that communication is so often forgotten isn't it but really great yeah. thing to, um, to focus on so thanks for that really good reminder um so you've told us about how you cope with it and um, and I can imagine you're in such a kind of like um, a, a flow that things really do get on top of you. But if you know, do you ever have those times when you just think, "Gosh, this is hard." Oh yeah. So I've had a, oh, yeah. a few of those, and um, and I had some over Christmas because I didn't really. I was having such a lovely time. I didn't really want to get back to it. And now I'm back to it. I'm like, why did I? Why did I not miss this? This is so fab. But um, what's your view on on when it is really hard? You need, right, so everyone who's watching this now will go through some kind of challenge that really just stumps you and stops you in your tracks, like it blindsides you, you just don't expect it, and everything's fine, and then whack, all of a sudden, everything's disrupted. Um, you lose, like you say, you lose your flow, you lose a little bit of that X factor, that little bit of spring in your step, and then all of a sudden, results start to, to show that as well and reflect it. So I think the first thing is to be really in tune with yourself, to know that that's happening before um, it ends up erupting into something more disruptive, uh, whether that's in your business or whether it's in your personal life through an argument or something like that. So knowing yourself is really, really important. And then having two or three different flavors of solution that work for you. So for example, for me, I know that one is, I just get in front of the telly, put a box set on, and I just let my head consume entertainment. Oh. I don't think about anything else. <laughs> Turn my phone off and I just do that. So that's one option. Another one is that I'll just go for an exercise session, but I won't put any pressure on myself. I'll just do it for pure enjoyment um, and I'll lose, my, you know, lose that stress that way. And then sometimes it might be something like more sporadic, like I might just get an urge to go for a walk or read a book or something like that or listen to some music. I don't think that there needs to be like a specific way. You just need to know your way. So the first thing is to know that you are listening to your own inner voice, that you're self-aware and that you can recognize the signs. Because you know what we tend to do when I say we, I mean the people listening and you and I um, and watching is um, because we're motivated by success. We tend to ignore problems when they're here. So we're kind of like, I feel that, but I don't want to let it in. So I'm going to push it out there. And then you start thinking, if I show weakness, what's that going to say to my followers or to my uh, customers or my people I work with? I can't show any weakness. Mm-hmm. But you know what? This is a little inside tip for those of you that are hosting videos that are sharing content. Um, share your vulnerability as well, because that is sexy and it appeals to people. And it shows that you're human. I mean, some of the, the posts that I've done that have been the most, um, that have got the most clout have been ones where I've just been like, 
opening up a little bit more about myself or sharing a little bit of a struggle. And that's when you get meaningful communication with people. They send you emails saying things like, wow, it's so reassuring to know that you've felt this as well, that I, I get emails and, and, and messages saying, you are human, you know, that makes me feel great because I thought you were some kind of alien that's always positive. Um, like, for example, I've got a split lip at the moment. So I split my lip on Sunday playing football. I had to go to casualty and get stitches. And um, I did a video, uh, even though I look like sort of Elvis. Um, and that that video was, was six minutes long, which is just unheard of for like content that you just put out there. Usually you would stick to like one or two minutes, six minutes long. And it had the most like attention all week. Wow. Better than any other video that I'd like consciously thought about. I just thought, you know what? I've had such a weird day today. I'm going to talk about it. Six minutes, side of the road, in the car, lip out here. Um, but people were like, oh, this is great because it shows your attitude when you're up against it. And, you know, so I think sharing is really important, especially if you're in a social eye. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I think like, I'm really happy. I'm very open with my clients, with my tribe. Um, and some people have even said, gosh, you know, you share a lot. And I'm like, mm. yeah, well, that's just me. I'm very happy to talk about myself. And, um, you know, I think we do, it does connect with people. Like, I always get that feedback. What I love about you know, is it's, it's no bullshit. It's like you tell yeah. us the truth, what's and all. Because, you know, I love my business and I love this entrepreneurial world I'm in. But sometimes, me off and I'm like wouldn't it be easier just to have a job and then when I'm in a good place I'm like no of course not because then I'd have a boss and I'd have to report to a boss and you know and yeah I want to catch you up on the um, comments here Tommy so Michelle says vulnerability is powerful my rawest points have been the most engaging I got a client from a video where I ended up in tears even though I wasn't telling anything I just had a message to share that's so true. It's just like, and Michelle's great at sharing, actually. She's very passionate about stuff, which is awesome. And Bonnie, I'm sure you've experienced that as well. Um, so any comments, any love that you want to share with us, let us know, ladies. And gentlemen, if there are any on, but I didn't, there are. Um, apart from the one in front of me. Oh, <laughs> and that is, my, that is my real name, in case anyone was wondering. It's cool name. It's such a cool name. <laughs> So, um, tell me, I'm going to be vulnerable here. Over Christmas, and I can't believe I've done this again, because it was a pattern that I would always do, but I hadn't done for a while. I put on about £10, which is like, oh my God, that's like so much weight. And it's horrible, but because I've done so much, I used to have massive body dysmorphia and issues about my weight and so on. So in some ways, it doesn't bother me anymore, um, because I don't have as many, I don't, I have a few hang-ups. I think most women have have a few, even if they've worked powerfully on themselves. But so I'm not that bothered. Like, okay, I know it's going to come off and everything. I'm just a bit irritated with myself, really. But I know in the past this would have broken me, and I would be like, I don't want to get on. I mean, I'm looking at my face now. I can tell, and that would have stopped me from doing Facebook Lives many moons ago. I wouldn't have been doing them anyway. Those people that, I mean, I took a lot of time over Christmas and I had lots of weight to go to the Christmas ball at school and stuff, fit into my dress, typical story. But those people that are kind of on this roller coaster. And I think, like, when I started, it's funny that it's £10, because when I started my entrepreneurial journey, before that I was running marathons, I was really fit, I was actually in the best shape of my life, even after having two kids, because I've always had weight problems. And um, in my, mostly in my head, not, my, not so much my body. I, um, when I started this, um, this business, 
I started working so late, I would work till two in the morning, I was doing an online summit, so that is a lot of work in an intense short period of time. Therefore, I, and actually when I went to bed, I couldn't sleep because my mind hadn't switched off, then I couldn't get up early to exercise, I used to get up really early at like 5.30 and go for a six mile run three or four times a week before my husband left the house, and so I was all done before the school run, and um, and obviously that wavered, so then I had to try and sit exercise in to um, after the school run and then you know and, and I was too tired to do it and then I ate shit all day and um, just to keep my energy levels up keep developed a diet coke addiction I'm sure my story isn't unique and all my clients I'm massively impassionate I'm like that I don't have regrets in my life but that is the one thing that I absolutely would love to change about what happened because it's had a knock-on effect um, those £10, I don't know if it's my age, but it's been really hard to lose. And then I go and put it all off back on over Christmas. So what, I mean, I, I assume that, I hope that story is not unique. And what would you advise to someone that's done something like that? Yeah, cool. Three things. Number one is uh, don't be so hard on yourself. Because if there's ever a time of year to do that, it's Christmas. <laughs> we make it into this big thing. It doesn't need to be. Hmm. If I was to ask you, tell me three things that were amazing about the Christmas period, I'm sure that you could reel them off. Oh, yeah. There'd be so many. Right. Now, the the weight that you've gained in that time is, is just part and parcel of that experience. Hmm. But we forget it so easily. We're like, get to January, and we're like, right, Christmas can do one. I yeah. forgot how amazing it was. I forgot how great that food tasted. I forgot about how social I was and how many great conversation and memories I created because that's not here anymore. That's gone in the bank. So now I'm like focusing on what's here and that's me wearing these clothes thinking, oh, I wish, you know what? I wish I didn't do that. You forget the great thing that happened, the, 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 the love that you felt. And, and that's like the byproduct of that behavior. Okay. So that's the first thing. Don't be so hard on yourself. It's, it's perfectly fine and normal. Even I've done it this, this year. And probably if you were to look back the last 10 years, I would have done the same. Um, so that's the first thing. So go easy on yourself. Then point two is that this whole journey of physical, mental, and emotional health is like 25% physical, 25% mental, and 50% emotional mm. because we build our understanding of the world, an emotional level between the ages of zero and seven. And that includes food. So emotional eating, what I like to refer to as emotional eating, it can be called binge eating or eating junk food or developing addictions to certain foods. It's all the result of an intertwined, complicated just series of emotions that we feel. And it's no surprise that when you were going through a stressful period of lots of things to think about that were stretching your bandwidth, mm. that that's when these things started to happen because we only have a certain amount of bandwidth. And if we're being stretched, we try and fix it by doing other things. Yeah. So let me share the third point. The third is, is this, that we are, we are affected emotionally in the following four ways when it comes to food. Number one is that we use it as a reward system. Mm. Now, the easiest way to explain this is to make the comparison between adulthood and being a child. As an adult, we, re we, reward, we reward ourselves with food. Think about it. Oh, I've done really well this week or I've done great on my diet. So I'm going to reward, reward myself by eating the things that I've been actually stopping myself from eating, which is a crazy way of doing things. But people, unfortunately, that is common. So reward comes from being a child. And by the way, 
it's just, I've got a, a boy, he's a year and a half, and I, this is by no means a parental uh, advice session. It's extremely hard not to do this, and I probably won't be able to avoid this, but it's this. If you're good today, I'll give you this. Yeah. If you behave yourself, we'll go to this place. We'll eat this food. We'll have that. Because we use food as a way to celebrate. So reward is one of the reasons. But if you think about this sort of uh, statement, do you know what? I've had a really bad day today, or I've had a really hard day today, or I've had a really long day today. I'm going to reward myself by having this thing. It becomes a reward process. The second way is that we can use it as a masking of pain. So there's lots of stressful things, right? There's lots of stressful things going on. When you were a kid, you're running around minding your own business, you fall over and you hurt your knee. One of the ways to mask that pain is, look, it's okay. Here, have this. Yeah. Okay. Um, destruction through using food. The third way is through boredom. Just feel bored. So we want something more exciting and we use things that we can control. And the telltale sign for this one is if you're doing it behind closed doors and no one else knows about it. Yeah, totally. This is <laughs> yeah, a little little bit of excitement. Oh, I'm going to have that. I'm going to, I'm going to, right? And we all do it. I do it. You know, everyone does it, but it's just bit, being able to recognize what you're doing. And then the fourth one is love. Now, for whatever reason, your love tank is running a little bit on empty. One of the things that you can control around you that can help you feel loved is food because you're giving yourself that that sensual response because remember taste is one of our five senses yeah. and if we're using that as a way to feel love then it can be a bit of a problem because of the counter like the the, the 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 effect of the food is of course body fat is getting on your body so um i hope that that helps people listening i um well jason just said such great advice and insight on emotional things which i love and she's massively involved in food and nurturing people too so that's that's fabulous uh yeah what you were saying really resonated the part where you said well it, it i just i just really think like if you're eating you can't feel your feelings because you're just so absorbed in that in that as you say that that um practice of eating that that experience you can't feel grief you can't feel pain you can't feel stress but the unfortunate thing about food, especially the food that we love, like chocolate and biscuits, they've gone so quickly it doesn't last. And then we do it again and again and again. So um, breaking that cycle, isn't it? But at the same time, not being hard on ourselves. Um, and that's the other thing I wanted to pick up on. So you're a master at motivating people. I feel so motivated just listening to you. But um, what you were saying earlier, one of the things I wanted to pick up on, like when we become an entrepreneur, when we're in like, especially if we, well, depending on what kind of a coach you've got. You know, my first coach was very much like, you've got to do this, you've got to be regimented, like push, 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 push. And uh, while she was quite passionate about taking time off, it was all very planned and regimented. And you can't take time off until you've done this, this, this and this. And you must go for a run every day and you must do that and you must do this. And it was quite exhausting. And I remember mm. suddenly one day my audio wouldn't work on my phone when I was in the car driving the kids home from school. Obviously, I wasn't driving at the time. And um, and so I listened to music and I felt guilty for listening to music. So I thought, oh, I should be listening to an audio and filling myself up with knowledge and inspiration. And actually, I just sung my heart out, as you do in the car when no one's listening. And that was such a relief. Like I could feel my endorphins going up. And I think we so often forget the really simple things. Like you said, you like to sit on the telly. I did that on Sunday. I felt it was so lovely. 
And um, we're told, like, if you're an entrepreneur, you shouldn't even watch telly. So it's the simple things, isn't it, that can actually replace that need to eat or, or just take away that stress. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is really important. And it's on the radar for me right now. And I think it's probably on the radar for a lot of people this time of year because we're putting extra pressure on ourselves because in this industry or in the industry that we're in right helping people a lot of people need help this time of year because they're starting to think about their goals they're in the right mood they're tuned in so why not we need to be there for them yeah but we put extra pressure on ourselves and i think there's a lot of people that we follow that are leaders in the industry that we think right well their message is that they do it like this so that means if we don't we're failing yeah totally but actually we're yeah, we're, we're just we're human beings, and human beings are finely tuned, complicated beings, and so one size fits all is just not going to work, mm. right? Now, now the the hinge here is that if you go right, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and watch a box set that you know what value that's giving you, and you're able to stop that as soon as it becomes procrastination. And that you're in tune with your own self to know when you're being lazy and you're kidding yourself and you're mugging yourself off versus this is actually giving me something useful. OK, so know your, know your boundaries. You've got to know your boundaries. And let me just add something as well. Um, recently, I've figured out that the last six to eight months, I, my trajectory has been like this. The things that I've done and achieved and built and blah, blah, blah. And for some reason, the other day, I just felt really low. I'm trying to figure it out and I'm like and I realize it's because my sole motivation you're going to love this by the way and if you're watching it hopefully it's just, it's just going to blow your mind but my when you strip it all down I was telling myself that I wasn't good enough which is a negative motivation and you can only fuel yourself on negative motion um, negative motivation for a short space of time before you end up failing yeah so what I mean by that is that I'd lost the love and instead, I was telling my, myself things like, what the, you know, what the fuck are you playing at? What are you doing? Why haven't you done that yet? You should be here. You're here. What's, you, know, you need to get yourself. And luckily, I'm a person that can respond well to that sort of self-talk. But every time you tell yourself that, it just gives you a little bit of a gut shot inside. And the more gut shots you get, and you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough. So I'm like, right, well, I'm, I'm going to win this award, and I'm going to achieve this, I'm going to get this thing, I'm going to do this thing. But you're never really satisfied, and it's because you're not feeling the love in the moment to just be like, wow, I've done this thing, and I've done it because I love it. Yeah. And, and I love I love the feeling that I get, and I love the difference that it makes. And I'm not just talking about words, I'm not just talking about you're saying these things and it's all happy. I'm talking about actually sitting down, looking in the mirror and being like, yes. Yeah. Feel, feel that. I feel that success. And so um, the turn of the year, that's been the biggest thing that I've been looking to put into everything that I do is make sure that it's got that bit of love. And with that, with that, Liz, with that love, there comes a bit of vulnerability every time. Mm. And that's why it's so key for us to stay in that, in that sweet spot. Yeah. which means we've got to ignore all the shit that people talk because that'll only make us shut off. Yeah. And we've got to, we've got to be able to just back ourselves, have good people in our corner and just push forwards with that. Um, I, I hope that, that makes sense. That was so cool. I love that. Really. Yeah. All of it. I can't pick out one specific thing. It's just, yeah, really amazing. And okay. um, I think that feeling of not being good enough and oh, I should be here by now. It's so common. 
I'm like, oh, I've been doing this for three years now. Why haven't I done this? Why haven't I done that? Especially when other people are. But actually stepping back and seeing what you've built and, and achieved, not the awards, not the accolades, you know, but actually, like, for me, it's when my clients say, thank you, you've changed my life. And when they say it to me, um, or when they put a testimonial in this Facebook group without me asking them to, it's like, oh, that is what it's about, really, for me, in a way. And, um, and I think a lot of people just want the they're still searching for that approval, which is part of what I do in my mindset program. Although we're talking about money mindset, it's also related to approval, to yeah. wanting to achieve. And actually, if we just feel comfortable about who we are, then that just lifts and everything will flow much more easily, which is how it should be, isn't it? Absolutely. There's like this is really old listed building uh, in my town near where I live. And there's always something going on, always some kind of reconstruction or, or like, you know, work going on outside. Cause it's that big and it's just so old, it just crumbles and that. But what's amazing about that building, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful building and it's something that people need to see, something that people need to experience because it changes their day. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same with us. Like the bit that's being worked on just changes yeah. and, and the, the scaffolding just moves. And, yeah. and it will and it will come back round again because it, it has to. But as soon as you pack up the scaffolding and leave, the building that's beautiful and just iconic and is just meant to be seen starts to break and crumble and it looks a bit old and shit. So we have to we have to take that same approach that there'll be some area of our lives that we work on and we just do this. But we are always a, a work in progress, always. Awesome. I love that analogy. Mm. He's maybe want to go and see that building. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy, you mentioned that everyone's individual, and I want to tie that into how you built your coaching business. You've got the gym, you started coaching. You mentioned your trajectory has shot up today, uh, this in the last few months. How have you done that? Because so many people in this group are on that journey or trying to or getting started. So, and and I, for the clients that are listening or potential clients. For you authorize one of the things I talk about is okay when you're starting off one-to-one is great but at some point you need to leverage that because that's when you could get more time freedom back what was your journey in that regard I've been studying to become a world-class coach for the last six years that's that's what I'm that's what I want to achieve I want to make as much of an impact as I possibly can to as many people um, and in order to do that you've got to be legit so you need to know what you're doing you need to believe in yourself and you need to have the right tools so I had a goal that I'm now walking and living that has been in my mind for six years and there was a moment where and I mentioned it earlier I kicked my ass a little bit because I was like Look, what are you doing you need to get a move on you need to start which at the time it actually worked and the thing that I did is that I started to surround myself with the right people. And the right people are people who have already achieved things that you are striving to achieve. And go and surround yourself with people like that, but also people who are on the same journey as you or similar journey. Because you will never see your own blind spots. But having someone, a coach, a mentor, um, if you're thinking about that, by the way, it's a no-brainer. You have to take some of your personal income which is what you are rewarded for the effort and time you put into what things you do. Take some of that and put it back towards learning how to do more things. Yeah. 
okay. invest in yourself because that's how you grow, right? And so that was the first thing. The second thing was backing myself and just 100% believing that, do you know what? There's actually no one in this world currently alive, has been alive or will ever be born who will do me as well as I'll do me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that, and that's the same for you and it's the same for everyone else watching and listening. You are the only person that will ever be you. So, you, you know, what, what more confidence do you need to go and do the things that you know you can do? You're the one who has to do it because you are you. So back to yourself, no matter what, that would be the second thing. And then, and then the third thing would be to implement. You just, you have to do it. If, if it's a seven out of 10, do it. Yeah. If you're looking and trying to make it, oh, it's not quite perfect or no, 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 that's called wasting time. Seven out of ten, bang, and and you need to do that. One of the things that motivates me is although there's no one the same as me, there's someone here, there's someone here, there's someone over there, quite similar. And if I don't implement, I'm going to lose my opportunity. So um, that, that would be the, yeah, the three tips I would give there. Awesome, awesome. And tell us a bit about how um, people can contact you if they would like to know more about how you work. Well, tell us a bit more about how do you deliver, like, I'm so inspired listening to you. Um, I might have to hire you as well. Um, but how do you, um, like, how is your business coaching business constructed? Do you do group programs, individual? What, what's the deal there? I love private clients. I love individual because I can just get so much, we can get so much more done. And I know that that perfect client that you, mentioned earlier comes with a level of understanding of themselves that is already there that we can actually improve and, and make more of we can mold um having said that i do offer group coaching as well and i'm planning a big event in well it's done we're, we're doing it february the 10th and 11th um called super self summit which is going to be two days of personal development which is like it's going to be so good i've got six guest speakers it's going to be epic we're going to be looking at nutrition exercise motivation mindset confidence self-belief and uh the easiest thing to do would be to check that out superselfsummit.com and maybe if um if we get people that are interested in this we could give them a discount code that you could share yeah within your within your group um we're going back to your, your original question the one of the biggest challenges i have is i really 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 want to help people and I get a lot of people asking me questions that I can help them with. And it might be like level one question. It might be like, what exercise should I do? And so I've built an infrastructure around me. So I've got the gym. I've got staff. And I've got an online presence that I will direct people to. And that satisfies me because I know I need to charge. We all need to charge what we're worth for our time. But also, if there's people that just, they need your help, there needs to be somewhere they can get that cheap or for free Yeah. at a, at a small, right? Yeah. Because talking business now, that also becomes part of your funnel, Yeah. which when they're ready, they can invest in themselves a little bit more when they understand a bit more, when they're ready to do that. Um, but for me, it was so important that, that like, I would hate to turn someone away without a, a potential solution yeah yeah because then that goes against my values mm. and it doesn't work so i've built that infrastructure so I'd, I'd recommend that 
whatever that looks like to you in your business that you've got that as well if you're watching this yeah awesome that's great and um you say offering that solution for a lot of people actually if they describe that in a different way that would be sales and i think yes, people yes. shy away from sales they think it's yucky i don't want to be sold to i don't want to have to sell and the sad well not sad fact, the true fact and it can be a really exciting fact when you reframe it is that you have to sell to have a business don't you so actually, if you see yeah. sales as a solution for that person, I always say sales serving. So I like that. It's, 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 just, it's just offering a solution. And, Absolutely, yeah. And that's, that's all it is. Um, and, and, you know, that's what we're here to do. And we're here to make an impact. And that's how we have to do it. Likewise, everyone yeah, that's listening yeah. and will be watching the replay. So, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. So we've got to get comfortable with selling you guys, even if, Yep, at the moment you hate it, it's just solution. It's just offering solutions. Yep. Um, yeah, I love that. I'm going to add that into my serving. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, well, Tommy, I think we're out of time. I just want to check, if anyone's got any questions for Tommy, type them in quickly now. Um, but we've got some, I know we've, we've got lots of thumbs up and hearts. They don't jump across the screen like they do if we're actually on Facebook Live. But um, sure. I've really enjoyed this. I think it's been awesome. So if people want to find out more the, about the event, it's Super... Say it again. Yeah, superselfsummit.com. Summit. We've got a little bit of space left. It's in Basingstoke in Hampshire, so it's accessible from London. It's about 35 minutes from London, but on the train it's even easier. Um, and also from the south as well. So depending on where you're at, it's quite a central location. But what we'll do is let's go, let's just use your name. So we'll just go your full name, Liz Hancock, no spaces, as a as a, a code, a coupon code. When you go to checkout, that will give you the original priority list prices, which have now expired. We can do that for you guys. Cool. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Tommy. I would be there, but we literally yesterday are probably almost, a skiing holiday. Oh, love that. I'm kind of gutted, but I'll let you off then. <laughs> I'll be at the next one. It sounds Good. absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. I've got some comments here. Fantastic call. Tommy Gentleman is incredibly engaging and motivational. Fabulous. Thank you very much. Saying that, I know that's shared. I know the, I know most of the people watching and I know they'll absolutely share that and they've enjoyed this as well. So thank you thank so you. much. And, um, yeah, I'm sure, you know, we'd love to have you back again. And, guys, if there's any questions that anyone's listening to the replay, please post them, tag me or Tommy in, and we will come back and look at them. And, um, yeah, we're here to serve and to provide solutions. So Absolutely. Awesome. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, guys. Thank you. Did you enjoy this episode? Let me know by commenting below or you can email me at any time, liz at elizabethmaryhancock.com. I'm your wealthy entrepreneur coach and I look forward to continuing to serve you.